Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. America's Betrayal. I'm Renegade Talk Radio, and I'm going to talk today about Iran because Iran is in the news. What is not being told to the American people is that the United States government created the situation that we are in now in 1953. And when you look back and you read through history of foreign policy under Eisenhower, he was probably the worst president we have ever had. And yeah, maybe he was a hero from World War II. But after World War II, there are records that are coming out now, reports, information that reveal how the CIA and others in government contrived false information to perpetuate this myth of a Cold War. And what ended up happening was that through some very evil men, John Foster Dulles and his brother, Alan Dulles, and a lot of their cronies from the Skull and Bones Club at Yale have been involved in making a lot of money from causing wars and suffering of other people for generations all over the world. Now, a lot of people can say this is conspiracy theory, you're generalizing, you're making all these accusations. I want to point you to some resources because you can read it yourself. There are a couple of of books and articles. I will have them on my website, and I also have several YouTube videos on my website linked to this story. There are a couple of books I want to point to an author written by Stephen Kinzer. One is called All the Shaw's Men, and it talks about how in 1953, the CIA, led by President Theodore Roosevelt's grandson, the CIA, also led by Alan Dulles and John Foster Dulles, his brother, was Secretary of State. What they did was they ousted the country's elected prime minister and they brought in a brutal regime of a monarchy and a shah. So all of the Sharia law, all of the human rights violations, all of the nuclear weapons development, all of that that we blame Iran for, that we impose sanctions on them for, is something that we did. Iran elected, duly elected, their own leader. They had a parliamentary government. They wanted to nationalize a lot of their resources and companies. They wanted to create all kinds of democratic freedoms, and they voted to do that. And the United States, as an ally with the United Kingdom, did not like 
how the Iranian government was responding to British petroleum interests. An Anglo-Persian oil company that was operating in Iran was taking 85% of the profit of the oil that they were getting from Iran's resources. And Iranians, the will of the people that we always advocate for, representation without, or taxation without representation, and how we need to have equal rights and inalienable rights. Well, we don't, we don't agree with that. Our foreign policy doesn't do that in other countries. So the Iranians who voted to say, we are going to nationalize our oil industry in 1951, and the British said, oh, no, you're not. Well, guess what? The British got the Americans to lead a coup two years later. The Iranians vote to nationalize their oil industry in 1951. They vote to to have a parliamentary process. They vote elected their own leader. Two years later, the CIA comes in and they overthrow the prime minister who the Iranians had elected, Mohammad Massaged. Then what happens? They put in a Shah, Mohammad Reza Pahlavi, and he's a dictator. So what do we do? The United States government, the CIA, at the bequest of the United Kingdom, says, sure, we're going to go into Iran. We're going to destroy their existing elected government. And we are going to put in a Shah, a monarch, who's going to be a brutal dictator. And that's exactly what the United States government did in 1953. And what happened? 25 years of brutality. We caused our government, John Foster Dulles, his brother Alan Dulles, they caused all of this hardship and horror, Sharia law that is in the that is in Iran today, back in 1953. Now I want you to think about that. A handful of men, all connected through skull and bones and Yale, who for their own financial profit and their companies that they were involved with, they were able to direct foreign policy for their benefit. Not for anyone else's benefit, because it made the United States a lot less safe. It caused untold number of victims of people who were killed and brutalized in Iran. Right now, Christians are are going to jail for singing or praying in their own home behind closed doors in Iran. And, uh, you know, women can't drive. They can't wear their headscarf improperly or they'll go to jail. You can't go to school. You have to be educated a certain way. You need permission to leave your home. All these different things happened as a result of the United States government and the CIA in 1953. One of the best books selected by the Washington Post and The Economist is All the Shah's Men. You can get it on Amazon. It's written by Stephen Kinzer. He also wrote another book called Overthrow, America's Century of Regime Changes from Hawaii to Iraq. This is another excellent book. You can also get this online. It's also by Stephen Kinzer, Overthrow, America's Century of Regime Change from Hawaii to Iraq. And in this book, in the second book, he goes through about the history of how our foreign policy has been tied specifically to multinational corporations that use certain countries' resources for their profit in the name of freedom or democracy when, in fact, they are doing the opposite. And what the Dulles brothers did is they launched violent campaigns against foreign leaders throughout 
the world. People in the Middle East have every right to hate the United States of America. Imagine living here and Iran or Saudi Arabia or Egypt. They come in and they have a military coup and they get rid of Barack Obama. Well, allegedly, both living and dead people voted for Barack Obama twice. Barack Obama was elected president twice in the United States of America, whether it was legal or illegal, voter fraud, no voter fraud, whatever the case. He has been elected twice as president. Now imagine that the government of Iran, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Egypt, whomever, they Kenya, they come in and they say, guess what, America? We don't want your president to be Barack Obama. And they come in with military might and money and weapons and cause havoc. They kick Barack Obama out. They kill everybody in Congress. And then they impose a brutal dictatorship in the United States of America for 25 years. I want you to think about that. That is exactly what we did to Iran in 1953 and on behalf of Americans who like myself especially Christians I have to tell the people of Iran I am disgusted by the United States government it does not represent me it doesn't represent other Christians I know and the God who we worship who commands us not to kill not to steal not to covet not to ruin the lives of other people, but to live peacefully among other men and to take care of widows and orphans. What we are doing to the country of Iran right now is despicable. It is a disgrace. And we talk about the fear and all of the things related to nuclear war with Iran. And believe me, I've talked about it on the radio as a Fox News analyst. I've talked about Iran. I've talked about them getting nuclear weapons. But the reality is, is that we began their nuclear program. We helped them. Under President Ford, we had the full, we gave full cooperation to help Iran build two dozen nuclear energy plants under President Ford. This is what we did. Under Eisenhower, we cooperated with the Shah's government. Why? Because we helped them. We created Iran's nuclear energy through quote unquote Atoms for Peace program. People, I'm telling you. What we are hearing in the news today, what Congress is saying, what John Kerry, what Barack Obama, what George Bush, what they have been saying since 1953 is one big fat lie. Our government has been lying to us and has been causing untold harm to millions of people. And I apologize. If there is something more I can do other than to expose the lies, I will do it. What is happening to the people in Iran and Iraq is a disgrace. The United States of America did not bring freedom. We did not bring freedom to Afghanistan or Iraq or Iran. We completely destroyed Syria. The United States government is responsible and Americans de facto are responsible for doing nothing about a completely irresponsible, negligent and reckless foreign policy that a handful of elitists have decided to use in the name of freedom and democracy, which is a, which is a big fat lie. And they're using the U.S. military and they're using several other lies to do it. The CIA overthrew an elected, democratically formed government in Iran 
that the people wanted in 1951. And guess what? The arrogance of the Americans and the British. And they said, no, you can't have who you elected. We're going to overthrow him and we are going to destroy your lives for the next 25 years because it doesn't suit our interests. And that's exactly what we did. The United States of America and the United Kingdom have destroyed that entire area since 1953, but it goes way back. It goes back to the Balfour Declaration. It goes back pre to prior to World War One. I. I mean, there's a long history of a hundred years of turmoil in that entire area, in the area of the Levant, because of horrible foreign policy choices that a handful of people made in the UK and in the United States. But Dwight Eisenhower, his foreign policy under John Foster Dulles and Alan Dulles was probably the worst president we have ever had. He created more violence, more terror, and made America less safe. And an entire region of the world hates us, has called us the great Satan. And they have every right to. We destroyed their country. How arrogant for somebody to come in and say, we don't like who you elected, so we're just going to come in and kill him and overthrow everybody else. Imagine another country coming in and doing that and overthrowing Barack Obama and killing everybody in Congress because they don't like what we're doing. I have to take a break. You're listening to Bethany Blankley and Renegade Talk Radio. I'm going to give you more facts about the CIA. And uh, and more about what's really going on with Iran. This is not about nuclear weapons scare, as so many people are purported to believe, because that's what the media is reporting. But think about who owns the media companies. All of the news that's traveling on the television and radio, it's owned by six companies. All of it. And even though people think there's polarization between Fox and MSNBC and CNN and everybody else, the reality is that they are all owned by the same people. Gotta take a break. I'll be back. You're listening to Bethany on Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? Holla at your boy. XOXOXO. You getting these texts? Question mark. Where are you? What are you doing? OMG, you are making me mad. You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. That's not cool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. I'm hosting America's Betrayal. I'm Renegade Talk Radio. We're back. Thanks for joining. 
to learn more, listen to more, go to my website, bethanyblankley.com. Just to inform yourself, educate yourself. I have resources, links to articles, YouTube videos, basic facts about what's going on with Iran and the United States history of intervening and destroying its country, basically, since 1953. Now, I argue, to be honest, and other things I've written, that the United States involvement goes way back prior to the Balfour Declaration and even kind of during World War I, around the, around the time of the demise of the Ottoman Empire. Everything goes back to the horrible choices that world leaders made prior to entering into World War I. We are still dealing with the consequences of bad choices that a handful of people made in the early 1900s. Over 100 years of horrible foreign policy is continuing today. And it's time to stop people. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of the lies that our government is telling and that people gullibly believe. There is no excuse with the internet and with the information that has been released. There is no excuse when people were whining and complaining about Bush and the weapons of mass destruction and how we went into Iraq under false pretenses and we really went in for oil or we really went in for this or they didn't really have weapons of mass destruction. I kept saying to people over and over and over again, of course they have weapons of mass destruction. We gave it to them under Reagan for crying out loud. Doesn't anybody remember history? Do people not understand that the United States government has been intervening in other countries' affairs for the last hundred years, at least? We've been owing, overthrowing governments, bring, funneling weapons and money, largely through the CIA, which is an incredibly evil organization. And in 1953... The Dulles brothers, again, two evil men from Skull and Bones and from Yale, and a lot of their cronies and buddies, you have to understand that this goes back several generations. We institute a Shah, and the CIA created a vicious secret police for the Shah's dictator, dictator government. It's called SAVIC. S-A-V is in Victor A-K. SAVIC. We created the form of a Gestapo. We created the SS. We created secret police under the Shah's dictatorial government. That is what the United States of America's government did. That is what our tax dollars did. That was in early 1950s. And why? Under Eisenhower, we had an Adams for Peace program. Adams. Nuclear Adams for Peace. And under Ford, we helped Iran build about two dozen nuclear energy plant plants. So why am I repeating this? Because over the last several decades, we have been giving money, weapons, science, technology to Iran and now we're renegotiating it again today to say we're going to we're quote unquote negotiating with Iran, who, by the way, has no intention of negotiating anything with us. Why should they? We destroyed their government in 1953. And then they, the people overthrew the Shah in 1979. They said, we don't want the Shah, United States. The Iranians said, screw you, America. We don't want this Shah government. We've had enough. We've had enough. It's been 27 years of brutality. We have had enough. 
And ever since they overthrew the Shah that we put in place, the United States has been trying to prevent Iran from having a nuclear energy program. It's really quite remarkable. So when people are used the term nuclear program, it's misleading. Or actually, a lot of people say it's fraudulent. It's deliberately misinforming. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Hersh. He has been reporting since 2005 what the CIA has been doing in covert operations similar to overthrowing the Iranian government. And to be quite honest with you, they all amount to acts of war. Starving their people, not allowing them to implement energy processes that we actually gave them, putting in place a brutal dictator Shah who has persecuted Christians and brutalizing people who have who want to have freedom and dissent. We talk about freedoms and rights in the United States of America. We talk about inalienable rights, and yet we do everything to make sure those inalienable rights are not protected in countries with whom the leaders we disagree with. It's disgusting. I am, I am officially disgusted. In 2012, the U.S. Air Force admitted they quote-unquote mistakenly transported six live nuclear warheads that were attached to ready-to-launch cruise missiles to a U.S. military base that is a jump-off for U.S. supplies to the Middle East. If Iran were moving ready-to-launch Iran warheads on the border of Canada or Mexico, wouldn't we take that as an act of war? And wouldn't it be rational for Iran to see us moving nuclear weapons along the border of Iran as a threat. Nuclear weapons are de- are protected by detailed protocol and lethal force. They don't go anywhere by mistake. We've had a 50-year perfect record of handling nuclear weapons. You don't just lose nuclear weapons. You don't mistakenly transport six live nuclear warheads. So all of this rhetoric regarding the nuclear program and, a t- and potentially war. And Saudi Arabia now is saying that they may potentially invade Iran. This is largely false. The CIA's involvement in Iran is despicable. And the United States people allowing it is even worse. I'm going to point you to other documents on my website. If it's President Eisenhower's speech to the United Nations in 1953, there's a chronology of United States involvement. It goes back to Iran and Iraq because they've been fighting each other. I mean, we have funded every different side in the Middle East. We funded the Iraqis against the Iranians. We funded the Iraqis and the Afghanistans against the Russians. We funded now, we funded the nuclear program in, in Iran. And we still are doing that. And we continue to say we promote peace and democracy while we actually destroy democratically elected governments and back dictators that creates worse conditions than prior to U.S. involvement. In Chile in 1973, Iran 1953, Guatemala 1954, those were direct intervention. And in a more subtle, uh, back-ended way, we tried to depose different governments from South Vietnam, the Congo, where we actually ended any chance of democracy in many regions of the world. And I have to say, I am personally ashamed and disgusted by the American government and a pattern that has emerged where we have repeatedly used the military as a tool and the CIA and other agencies to overthrow governments that won't agree to protect American 
economic interests, if it's companies, multinational corporations, if it's resources, whatever it is. I just, I can't even begin to tell you how disgusted I am. 1909, William Taft. What did he do? He wanted to overthrow the Nicaraguan government. And he claimed he was acting to protect American security and promote democratic principles. Does that sound familiar? Taft and Nicaragua, Bush and Iraq and Afghanistan. Now Barack Obama, John Kerry. You hear people using the exact same words. Democracy, freedom, negotiating, all this other nonsense. Yet at the same time, the U.S. Air Force a couple years ago admits they mistakenly transported six live, six live nuclear warheads attached to ready-to-launch cruise missiles near Iran. So you tell me, people, what do you think is really going on? And do you really think that the government is telling you the truth? You have got to read more and learn more about John Foster Dulles and Alan Dulles and their involvement with their other colleagues and buddies from Skull and Bones and Yale, including the Bushes. Thanks for listening, because it's up to us to speak the truth and advocate and expose the lies of American foreign policy creating havoc and disaster around the world using our U.S. military to do it in the quote-unquote name of freedom and democracy when they are doing anything but. You're listening to Bethany Blankley on Renegade Talk Radio.